Hello, my beautiful community. I'm so excited to let you know my brand new recipe book, Hustler's Guide to Healthy, is now available. Yay! This feels so surreal to be telling you. Um, It is 32 healthy recipes, all designed to nourish your body. I've actually been creating these recipes for the last six years, and we've been enjoying them as a family for our weekly meals. And now I'm so excited to be able to share them with you. I really wanted to take the hustle out of healthy cooking and give you fuss-free, easy and delicious recipes designed to nourish yours and your family's bodies. All of my recipes, of course, use whole real ingredients that will help you thrive. They're also mostly fuss-free and most importantly, I've made them good for the soul. So not only are they tasty and delicious, but they're super good for you. From breakfast right through to dessert, each recipe is packed with goodness and is proudly family friendly. I have a very exclusive offer only available to you, my wonderful podcast community. I'm actually going to give you 25% off. Yes, that's right. I'm giving you 25% off my new recipe book, which makes the book less than $22.50. That is like a total bargain. But you truly are the reason why I keep showing up and I keep wanting to inspire more healthy lives. So this is my way of saying thank you to you. Also, if you purchase now, you'll receive five free recipes, which will be sent via email on downloadable recipe cards. So the book has been printed locally and it uses eco-friendly paper and carbon neutral inks to support local and also our beautiful environment. My hope is that these easy, healthy and wholesome recipes help nourish your body and make you feel like an absolute boss in the kitchen. You can purchase your copy now by either visiting my website, which is just healthyhustlers.com, or I've provided a link in the show notes. So you can literally just click the link in the show notes and it'll take you direct to my website. Then please use the code HUSTLER25. I've written it in the show notes under the link, so you'll be able to see it if you forget, but use the code HUSTLER25 to redeem your 25% off the book, which makes it less than $22.50. I hope that you absolutely love this. I'm so excited to get in the kitchen with you and help you make some healthy and delicious food. I believe a healthy mind creates a healthy life. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, the creator of the Healthy Hustlers podcast and mama who is obsessed with self-development and personal growth. After several years of climbing the never-ending corporate ladder, I waved goodbye to a job title and salary I once thought defined my success and embarked on a life full of good health, wholesome conversations, nourishing relationships and a career that fueled my soul. With an aim to help positively change the way you think one healthy conversation at a time, during these solo episodes, I'll share stories, insights, and practical tips and tools that I hope inspire you to shine bright through positive thinking, gratitude, manifestation, spirituality, and powerful mindset practices. If you want to remove limiting beliefs, have the confidence to embrace fear, and know that you are wildly capable of achieving your wildest dreams, then buckle up because you are in exactly the right place. Hello and welcome to another solo episode. I actually was a little bit hesitant to title this episode, How to Build a Spiritual Practice, because I was worried that it might put people off. But I'm so happy that you are here and that you are open to this conversation. So welcome. 
I really think more than ever before, our spiritual practice is absolutely vital to our mental well-being. For me personally, spirituality and mindset are the same. They go hand in hand. So having a spiritual practice is just having more tools in the tool belt to serve you so that you can protect and nurture your mental well-being and your energy field. I guess from my perspective, I really consider health a full circle approach. I believe that good health really requires us to nurture and protect our mental and physical well-being. And spirituality is a huge component of health. And I don't believe at all that it needs to be woo-woo or, you know, too much for people. I really think that it can just be a nurturing practice that serves your mental well-being. Spirituality to me is believing in a power or an energy greater than myself, be that God, spirit, universe, higher self, Christ, it doesn't matter. Like it is just believing that there is something stronger, wiser, and more powerful guiding and supporting you. I've grown up quite a spiritual person. However, I probably didn't realize it until later in my life that I did have this kind of strong belief or strong connection to something else. I went to a Catholic school. However, I wouldn't personally call myself Catholic. It was actually funny when we did the census the other week or the other night, one of the first questions is your religion. And I put down spirituality because I'm like, well, that's my belief. Um, So I wouldn't consider myself Catholic anymore, but I am very grateful for the values and the morals that it instilled in me. But I guess I don't personally believe in the stories around Jesus, but that's just my personal feeling. It doesn't mean that it's right or that it should be your belief. I'm just saying that's how I feel. But when I was little, my mum would always tell us to look for the brightest star in the sky at night. And then she would say, that's your nan and pop. And that was her parents who we never got to meet. And so I think from such a really young age, I fostered this beautiful belief around this and that I guess when I got older, I found that I was really turning to this for like comfort. And I guess that belief that someone was always watching over me and guiding me. And then when I was on my honeymoon in 2018, I read the book Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. If you are into spirituality and you want to go a little bit deeper, I would so highly recommend this book. It literally just took my spiritual beliefs to such a deeper, deeper level. Like it literally opened my mind. I know it's probably not for everyone. And if you're new to this, it might be harder to get into, but I was already, you know, slowly evolving in my spiritual journey. So if you're kind of feeling like you're ready for something new, that book, um, Light is a New Black by Rebecca Campbell is amazing. And there was so many points in that book where I was just like, you know, when you read something and it's like someone has articulated something that you so deeply believe, but you've never, ever been able to put into words. I feel like there was so many parts of that book that I just resonated so deeply with and it just gave me such a clearer understanding of the things that I'd been trying to articulate or understand for so long. So yeah, definitely recommend that. Um, But like always, I know I recommend it all the time, but the other two books is The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein and Super Attractor. So if you're new to this concept, I would definitely recommend The Universe Has Your Back as a starting point because I think that will really open your mind to your possibilities. And then, yeah, I'd say Light is a New Black and Super Attractor are probably the next level. 
But anyway, uh, today I really want this episode to be light and I want it to resonate with you so that you can build a daily spiritual practice to really help protect and support your mental well-being. So to get started, I do just want to share a little bit of a quick story from me personally, just so you understand where I'm at. It might not resonate, but it might. So don't think that you can only build a spiritual practice if you're at this point, because this is like, I want to share this story because it's showing you that I'm like deep in it now. Like I've been doing this work for years and years, but when I was pregnant with Georgia, I had my first real spiritual awakening. So prior to this, my spiritual practice was quite basic or it was just, you know, a meditation. I would meditate at night um, before going to bed and I'd do a daily walk in nature. So for me, I've always, when I do my walks, they are very like a bit of a spiritual practice to me, even still now. And I'll very much tune into my energy field before that to see what I need. Like I'll see if I need a really fast paced walk with high vibe music to raise my vibrational energy, or maybe I just need to reconnect and realign. So if that's the case, I would put in either a meditation, meditation music, or I just like walk with no music. So I really try to kind of tap into what I need prior to that walk in nature. And like, you know, I've been living in Melbourne for years. So my walk in nature was literally like down on the bay or through the botanical garden. So it just has to be able to see nature, you know, be surrounded by some form of nature. And yeah, like I said, I would also meditate at night. And then if I was feeling really overwhelmed at times, I would journal, but I never had a ritual or a committed journal practice in the earlier days. Um, I do now and I swear by it, but yeah, I didn't in those earlier days, but that was kind of it. That was my spiritual practice um, along with a few beliefs from things that I was reading were being strengthened. Yet when I was pregnant, I had this crazy, crazy deep connection to my baby. I actually didn't know her sex, but I was so certain she was a girl because whenever someone would say to me that she was a boy, it was literally like something inside my body was would change. Like it's so hard to describe or articulate, but it was so strong and so powerful. I literally had to believe it. It was just like the baby or my intuition was just like screaming at me. Like, you know, you know who this is, you know who this baby is. So then I actually had a crazy long labor. It was like 52 hours from start to finish. And 10 of that was active and then three hours of pushing. So I actually did it drug free as well. And I think the thing that got me through was my mindset and that connection to my baby. So when she was born, she like came out and she was, she didn't even cry. Like she literally just had these beaming blue eyes that were like staring at us and she was placed on my chest and the nurse said to us, do you have a name? And we hadn't, we'd had names we liked, but I said to Ryan, I don't, want to name her. I want to see her. And I know that, oh, well, I want to see the baby. So I didn't know it was her. I just, I want to see the baby and I know that they'll choose their name. And I truly believe that she chose her name, Georgia. But the craziest part of it was that like, I felt like I had been with her before. Like as she just stared at me, this like strong gaze in my eyes, I just knew so, so deeply in my soul that we'd been together before. And in that moment, it felt like it was almost just like I was home. Like I was exactly where I had always meant to be. Like I had thought about her and pictured her for as long as I can remember. And in that moment, I was just like, 
I'm here. Like I'm exactly where I'm meant to be with her as her mum in this lifetime. And so that experience for me completely cemented my faith in something so much greater and wiser than me. And I'm sharing that. That's a personal story. Like I'm sharing that because that's what allowed me to cement that faith in something greater and something wiser. And now because of that experience, nothing will ever be able to shake my belief. And so it doesn't mean that your experience has to be the same. It might be something completely different, you know, but I want you to pay attention to situations that give you that faith because that is so important in times of hardship to call back on those experiences and to re-evoke those feelings and so that you know that there is something always so much more powerful and stronger working with you and in your favor. So since that day, my spiritual practice has been a non-negotiable. Like I said, you don't need to go through something like that or have that huge deep connection to your unborn baby to have a spiritual practice. This is just purely my personal story. But, you know, maybe you have something similar, like maybe it's the way that you met your partner or your best friend. Like maybe there was just that unshakable or undeniable inner knowing that that was your person, you know, that was your life partner or that was your best friend, you know, maybe for you, it was a job, like you were going through the interview process and the whole time you just knew, like you knew deep in your core that this was exactly where you were meant to be and exactly the job that you were meant to be. But I want to express that these are just moments that should reignite that faith. They should strengthen it. You know, it's in the moments of the hardship, the discomfort, the uncertainty, where we really truly need to have our spiritual practice. So having a spiritual practice is just a ritual. You know, it's just having tools that will help you go inwards. It allows you to realize that your thoughts are just thoughts. They don't define you. You know, it gives you faith. And I guess hope in those times of darkness and shows you that nothing is permanent. I think by going inwards and understanding our thoughts are just thoughts is so incredibly powerful because we are energetic beings. You know, I've spoken about it a lot in the Raising Vibrations episode, but like we are energetic beings. We are always absorbing and taking on everyone's energy. If that's people, situations on social media. So having those practices and those tools to be able to go inwards and to nurture and protect your own energy is so ridiculously important, especially at times like this, when there is so much lack of control and so much discomfort. Now, Before we get started and dive into building the spiritual practice, I really want you to take a moment to feel how you feel right now in this exact moment. Are you happy? Are you anxious? Are you excited? Does your life feel effortless and free-flowing or does it feel a little bit heavy and overwhelming? Do you constantly feel like you have too many tabs open? or not enough time for self-care? Or do you feel refreshed and vibrant and like your self-care cup is nice and full? It doesn't matter what it is. I just want you to remember exactly how you feel in this moment. I want you to remember it. Hold on to it. Now, when it comes to building a spiritual practice, this will look different for everyone. But one of the lessons I've learned from last year from my spiritual teacher, Gabby Bernstein, is that the importance of your spiritual practice is to feel good. 
Your spiritual practice needs to make you feel good. If it doesn't, then try incorporating something new. Maybe meditation isn't for you and that is totally fine. Try a daily walk in nature with some soothing and calming music. Maybe that's not for you. Maybe you need to sit on the beach and watch the sunrise in the morning. Maybe you just need to go for a barefoot walk or maybe it can be as simple as sitting in the sun outside in your backyard with no shoes on laying on the grass, letting your feet feel the grass. Like it can literally be as simple as that. If that makes you feel good, it's then raising your vibrational energy. That is a spiritual practice. Now, why I asked you to remember the way you feel in this moment is because I want you to come back to that moment. Months in time, you know, once you've been doing your spiritual practice day after day, I want you to remember that moment, especially if you're not feeling your best self right now. Remember how you felt in that moment and allow that to be the confidence and the building blocks you need to keep going. I feel like it is so important, no matter what it is in mindset or health, to remember your starting point because that is what will be your fuel and your power to keep you going. It will make you realize how much you have grown and evolved as a person. We'll be right back after this healthy break. Hustlers, I've created free content and resources to help fuel your health and well-being goals. You can now get free access to healthy recipes and mindset practices and tools by subscribing to my website, thehealthyhustlers.com. I've personally developed a range of free guides based on the most popular topics I get asked about. I believe by incorporating positive rituals into your daily lives, these powerful practices can help you strengthen your intuition, connect with your soul, and help you realize that you are wildly capable of achieving your wildest dreams. If you enjoy these podcast episodes, then these free guides are definitely for you. They include a beginner's guide to meditation, which feature my top tips and easy ways to start practicing meditation today, a guide for gratitude and manifestation, which has my favorite gratitude practices and powerful exercises for manifesting your dream life, as well as self-care rituals and mantras, which include 10 easy self-care rituals you can inject into your daily life, as well as an intro into using mantras to overcome limiting beliefs, transform your thoughts and help you create a fresh perspective. And I finally, I've included some journaling prompts, which gives you a kickstart into your journaling practice to help you connect with your soul and realize your true potential. I'm always looking for new ways to support you on your health and well-being journey. So I really hope these guides help. Click the link in the show notes or head to thehealthyhustlers.com after this episode. I'll be adding new resources regularly and I look forward to helping guide you on your journey of growth. So what a spiritual practice could look like. So for me personally, mine is waking up and setting my intention on how I want to feel that day. I then do about 10 minutes of stretching to a meditation or At the moment, I'm just doing one of Gabby Bernstein's move meditations. So I put that in. Um, It's quite a fast paced meditation and it kind of like goes about moving your body. But if I don't have that, I literally just put meditation music in and then I will do a kind of 10 to 15 minute guided meditation and 10 minutes of journaling. So my journaling practice at the moment is actually um, one I learned through Amy Bett, who I did my money mindset course through. So Amy um, teaches this particular practice in her course, but 
I have adapted a bit of it and then added some myself, but she would say to write three affirmations for the day. And these affirmations are almost like rephrasing your limiting beliefs into positive affirmations. And then she encourages you to write a list of your expenses, goals, and desires all in present tense. So I do that every day on top of writing um, three or four things that I'm grateful for. So I actually start it by today I'm grateful for, and then I will write my three affirmations, which I want to take through the day. And then I'll write a list of goals, expenses, and desires, all as present tense. And they're always the same until they're achieved. So um, I don't really want to share them. to be honest, but like one's about my recipe book and how that sells, you know, with kind of ease um, and is loved by people. Like, so it's kind of things like writing it like it's already happening. And I then pull an Oracle card or a card from my happy thoughts deck, which is by Grounded Minds. So if you're not deeply spiritual at the moment, I would highly recommend the happy thoughts deck because that is such a beautiful way and an affirmation to take you through your day, whether the Oracle cards are very quite spiritual. So for me, that's what serves me. That's what allows me to show up and to feel inspired. But I want you to think of your own practice and what, how it's going to make you feel good. So like I said earlier, your spiritual practice is designed, needs to be designed to make you feel good, to raise your vibrational energy. It is designed to help you take back control, to surrender all of the worries and to truly connect within. So it might be watching the sunrise on the beach, like I said earlier, or having your feet in the sand. It could be going for a run. Like going for a run is an amazing spiritual practice because you are in nature and you're connecting to yourself. It might just be taking five minutes to sit in your surroundings and to be grateful for the abundance around you. I know, especially for busy mums, like some days I will not lie, like 10 minutes of stretching is too much because Georgia might wake early. I don't get my guided meditation until she goes down for her nap. And so some days though, when her nap comes around, I just want to sit. And so I'll literally just sit and stare outside and just have the sun in my face and just be thankful for all that is around me, all that I already have. You know, it might be journaling outside in the sun, or it might be curling up in bed with a warm cup of tea if you're in a colder environment, whatever feels good for you. So another important lesson from Gabby was the power of appreciation. So I spoke about this in the solo episode, you're exactly where you're meant to be, but finding time each day to take a moment to be truly grateful and appreciative for all that you already have in your life. So this is a time where you really need to stop future tripping, to stop worrying about, you know, the past or the future plans or the things that are getting canceled and to just pause. It is literally a moment that you need to stop and to truly show what you are grateful for. This is so ridiculously powerful. I honestly cannot recommend doing this enough. We all have things in our life that we can appreciate. Even like I spoke about in that, um, you are exactly where you're meant to be episode. A big focus for me is appreciating that I am exactly where my previous self wanted to be. Although my current self is desiring more and that is completely okay. You are always allowed to desire more. You have to take that moment to be so truly grateful for what your previous self wanted and all that you have called in, all of those desires that you have manifested. Take that time 
every single day to be so appreciative and grateful for that. It will literally change the game for you. And you, by doing that, you are raising your vibrational energy so fast that you are becoming such an incredible match for the future desires that you are calling in. Okay. So I really, if you don't take anything from this episode, at least just take that. No, I should say, if you only take one thing from this episode, please take that because that was such a beautiful lesson for me. So now I just want to give you some tips for committing to your spiritual practice. So number one is I want you to have fun and I want you to try new things and figure out what works for you. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Don't worry about what I said I'm doing. Do what feels good for you. You know, people on Instagram, take inspiration from them, but don't necessarily mean it has to be what serves you. Number two is don't overthink it and don't complicate it. If you live close to the beach or near nature, use that as your spiritual practice. You know, nature connects us so deeply with the universe. Just be present in that moment and take in your surroundings. So just don't overcomplicate it. Like I said at the start, like my spiritual practice used to just be a nighttime guided meditation and a walk in nature every day. Like it literally does not need to be complicated. So three is to start small and to inject these habits into your life slowly and allow yourself the time to see how they're making you feel. So this really is about bringing awareness to each situation. So before it, after it, feel like bring awareness to your mood. Has your mood changed? Do you feel more in control? Do you feel more uplifted? Like really bring awareness to the way that you feel after your spiritual practices and before it. Once they've become a habit, then you can start to incorporate something new, but don't overwhelm yourself at the start and try to inject three or four new habits to your spiritual practice. Just get one as a signed, sealed and delivered habit that you do every day and then move on to something new, incorporating something new. And number four is to carve out time for you. You know, as a mum, I know how hard it is to find time, which is why I started waking up before Georgia. Obviously, you know, she's not a robot. Some days she wakes up earlier than that, and that's totally fine. I can surrender to that being my morning. But I do my best to wake up 30 minutes before her to start my day on my own terms. So we all have time. It just depends what we choose to prioritize. So if you are working, you know, three jobs or you're a mum, whatever it is, Find this time in your day, carve it out. My recommendation is first thing in the morning because one, it sets the most beautiful tone and two, it obviously doesn't get lost in the chaos of the day. So number five, which is my final tip is to read books or listen to podcasts that will help open your mind further. So some of my favorites, as I mentioned, is the universe has your back and super attractor. Um, And one of my favorite resources is WellWeb. It's an online learning platform, basically a personal development platform by Chloe Zepp and Molly Jane. It is amazing. There is so much knowledge and content in there that will help expand your mind in so many different areas. And now finally, before we wrap up, I really want to share with you how you build your spiritual practice. So they're my, they were my tips on getting started, but now this is how you can build it. So number one is to find what will serve you best. So like we said, I said in the tips of having fun, this is really the number one thing is to find what serves you best. Meditation, journaling, reading, using affirmations, being in nature, whatever it is for you, find it and harness it. Number two is to create a space or environment that nurtures your practice. So this is really, really important. 
having a space that makes you feel good and makes you want to do your spiritual practice. So that might, that could be anything like that could be a sunny corner in your room or in your home. Maybe it's just a comfortable chair and you have some essential oils burning. It doesn't have to be this big grand thing. It can literally just be somewhere comfortable to sit. Maybe your home's not the most nurturing environment. So it might be you know, when I lived in the apartment and the environment wasn't nurturing me, I used to have this park bench at the gardens that I used to sit on and I loved it. No matter how cold it was, if it was wet, I'd take an umbrella, but just sitting there was my space to kind of connect. So just have that space. If it's somewhere on the beach that you go every day, somewhere at your local park, you know, it could just be a cushion on the floor, some essential oils, some candles burning, have that space because it'll make you want to go there and it'll help nurture the practice. And then number three is commit to the same time every day. Like I said in the carving out the time, do this at exactly the same time. Please don't put it off. Like do it first thing in the morning and allow it to set that beautiful tone for the day. Or maybe you want it to be part of your nighttime ritual to really help you go to sleep filled with that like beautiful feel good energy, which is an amazing way to manifest as well. So um, that was a tip I got from Sophie Gwydalyn in her manifesting course was that going to bed, visualizing your desires is really, really powerful. So If you are trying to manifest and call in a lot, maybe you want your spiritual practice to be at night. So you get off your phone, you get off your computers and you literally carve out an hour before bed, maybe eight to nine, where you practice your spiritual practice. And then you go to bed with those really good feeling energies and you start to visualize and fall to sleep, visualizing your desires. That, my goodness, is wow, powerful guys. (laughs) And then number four is to finally just to bring awareness. You know, I've said this a few times, but bring awareness to how you feel after your practice and then allow that to be the feeling that will motivate you to continue. So if this topic interests you and you would like to dive deeper, I would encourage you to check out Mindspo. That is by my beautiful friend, Rochelle Fox and her fiance, Chris. They are amazing. Their content is next level. Um, They do meditations, really passionate about mindset. So definitely check out that. Um, As well as taking a deep dive into Gabby Bernstein's work, you can be a spiritual, uh, sorry, it's a miracle membership she has. And as well as her books, her podcast, she has so much free content as well as a miracle membership. But the miracle membership basically gives you access to all of her content, um, her challenges, everything. It's freaking epic. So that's definitely a deep dive. Gabby's work, she's deeply spiritual. You would know that if you've listened to the podcast episode that I have with her on the show. Um, And as I've already said, WellWeb is another amazing resource. It's a video streaming website that hosts a whole range of talks, meditations from teachers. And you can explore and find out more about like um, meditation and things like sound healing, mat pilates, yoga. Um, they also have educational talks. So WellWeb is literally like a web for wellness. So they're probably my top resources that I would encourage you to check out and just do what resonates for you. Um, but if you enjoyed these episodes, I really feel like that's content that you would would enjoy. So I would love to hear from you though. So please let me know your thoughts on this episode by sending me a DM on Instagram. I'm literally just at my name, Madeline Carafa. 
I really want to know if this stuff is of interest to you and if it is helping you. I'm obviously deeply passionate about it, but I don't want to be overwhelming you with it if it's something you're not interested in. So I would love to hear from you. And also, if you do enjoy it, please do leave a review on the show. Um, So many people have messaged me about this. Actually, Spotify doesn't allow you to leave reviews. So all of those people, thank you for telling me you're trying. But yeah, Spotify doesn't allow reviews. But if you are listening on an iPhone and using the Apple podcast app, I would be so incredibly grateful for you leaving a review because it really, really helps the show and it allows me to, yeah, stay up there and get new listeners. So I will see you all next week. I'm sending you all so much love and light and I can't wait to be back in your ears for another episode next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.